You are entitled to your sexual self. We encourage lurid listeners to be playful, enjoy yourselves, your partners, and your sexuality. This show is for adults only. Welcome back to the Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast. This is your favorite sexy librarian, Rose Carraway. I say we get right to the mail. What do you say, Big Daddy? You're in here. Yeah, let's do it. All right. What have you got from Lurid listeners today, Big Daddy? All right. Well, this one's just pure feel good. All right. Dude, I am so up for that. All right. Here we go. (laughs) Hi, Rose. I'm from Kent, Ohio, and I just wanted to let you know that I am in love with your podcast. I found them to be interesting, edgy, and quite high quality. I am beginning my own journey into writing erotica, and I'm wondering if your back catalog has episodes you would recommend for novices. Also, I would love to hear an episode regarding how to come out as an erotica writer slash enthusiast. I recently realized that worrying about what people will think has prevented me from the simplest things like liking your page on Facebook and similar situations. I look forward to your future shows and hearing from you. Thanks. Lurid listener. Oh, I, I feel the struggle. I feel that pain. I totally understand and appreciate it. Um, so what was the first part of that? I have the answer already for the second part. What was that first part again? I am beginning my own journey into writing uh, erotica, and I'm wondering if your back catalog has episodes you would recommend for novices. I recommend all of them. <laughs> Specific, if we're talking about the Sexy Librarian blogcast, a podcast that we do that's the sister podcast to the KMQ. I've interviewed so many really talented authors and I will I would stake money on every single one of them has had this struggle with coming out as an erotica writer, supporter, even a reader. Um, so this is an individual thing and so you have to be sure that this is what you want to do. Now, if you want to even publish, um, you know, that's another thing. So I would, if, if you can't do it under your legal name, then the easiest solution is to create a pseudonym. And unfortunately, Facebook is like really good at figuring out who all your actual real friends are in real life. So there's always that risk. So it's kind of, it's got to be an individual thing. Um, maybe you don't do Facebook. Maybe you do Twitter. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Facebook is pretty invasive. So maybe hold off on doing the whole author fan page there for a while um yeah we don't get um you know obviously we want people to like pages and stuff on facebook but it's okay yeah (laughs) we totally get it we get that kind of thing all the time uh and it's okay to not be super out and open put to the point of being cliche erotica writers write under pseudonyms it's okay Mm -hmm. to not be living out loud yeah you're not alone, and I'll pretend that you, you know, I know you like the page. <laughs> it's not, I don't, like, I don't, I don't do this whole thing. Like my page, like my page. If you do, great. If you don't, I get it. Um, so, but good luck, and I love that you're exploring erotica because we need all the warm, accepting bodies that we can get, all the creativity that's out there. Um, I'm always looking for new writers. I've got new calls for submissions. I, you know, I, I love it. I welcome new writers. There you go. I think, yeah. So I recommend the entire back catalog of both podcasts, but specifically that Sexy Librarians blogcast. I have interviewed some really good, I've interviewed doctors, um, people, uh, writers who have master's degrees in creative writing. So there's a lot there uh, that's up, that, that's, that's good food for you. So I would start there. 
All right, if you would like to get in touch with us to let us know how erotica has helped you, has helped your partnership, uh, any specific episodes that you liked, any specific authors that have just moved you and you would love to hear more from them, get in touch with us, let us know. Email us at thekissmequicks at gmail.com. Or even better, you can give us a call at 202-810-KISS. Remember, if you do not give me permission to play your voicemail, I cannot play it. So speak into that phone and say you have my permission to play my voicemail. All right. So next up, before our story begins, let me tell you about our latest audiobooks. Slave Girls, edited by D.L. King. The idea of a woman enslaved to her lover has captured the imagination of millions and created bestsellers such as The Story of O, Carrie's Story, and Fifty Shades of Grey. Award-winning editor and writer D.L. King pulls back the velvet curtains to reveal a world where every sexual fantasy is realized. A world driven by desire and the need to be dominated. These slave girls want nothing more than to be subjugated and owned in body and soul. Trained and tested to suit every sexual taste, these women learn the ropes, literally. Slave Girls, edited by D.L. King. The Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30, Volume 1, edited and narrated by me, Rose Carraway. Forget the card catalog just for tonight. Come to the back of the library. Peruse the sexy librarian's private stacks. Smart and edgy, these stories illustrate the limitless imagination of some of the best erotica authors today. There's noirgasms, an alien, a succubus, dreamy flying Dutchman, tension-relieving bondage, voyeurism, swapping, cuckolding, crushing, public punishment, strippers, geeks, sulkies, kissing cousins, copper miners, and that's just a taste of this wonderful melange of erotic fiction. Get these sexy audiobooks now in iTunes, Amazon, and Audible. Today's episode is titled Bully and is written by Sinclair Sexsmith. Their story takes a slow, intimate, bruising look at spanking. So close your eyes and be very still and definitely relax or it'll just hurt more. And now, Bully by Sinclair Sexsmith as featured in The Sexy Librarian's Dirty 30, Volume 1. You are face down, ponytail bobbing, wrists and ankles tied to my bedposts. The simple steal I won from my last breakup. Since then, I have fucked five women on this bed. You are the sixth. Does it matter how I got you here? Whether I wined and dined you, bought you indulgent fruity mixed drinks, a delectable dinner, your body now satiated, 
but wanting other fullness, wanting me to stop fingering my fork, spoon, knife, glass, napkin, ice cubes, and begin placing my hands carefully on your skin. Or perhaps I simply ordered you over here, sent a car to your apartment, and was waiting downstairs when you arrived at mine, paid the driver, removed my dark tie from the tight collar of my baby blue button-down, and slipped it over your eyes, leading you up two flights of stairs without your sense of sight. No matter. You've been here before. Nothing really to see. I am tempted to rip seams, pop buttons open with force. You know how you bring that out in me. Instead, I make you wait. Drag the thin fabric of your shirt along your skin, slow as I can. You can't see, but you can feel me. My breath on you, my hands, my rough thumbs waiting to dig bruises into your upper arms, stomach hips. My collection of floggers hang from a swirl of Victorian iron on the wall, next to my bed. I choose my favorite, black, thin leather, red deerskin flanks in the center. My name is carved into the handle, S-I-N. You're stripped aside from my dark blue schoolboy tie around your eyes, I know it's not foolproof. Other blindfolds are more efficient. I don't mind the glimpses you steal. You see me strip down to loose, soft cotton jersey boxers and an A-shirt. Have to have my arms free if I'm going to beat you, after all. My cock pokes through the single button in the boxers. You like it when it does that. I smell like summer and sweat and I've been drinking tequila again, on the rocks, just a little. You smell sweet, fresh, clean like linen. My mouth waters, and I imagine my tongue tracing the curves of your lower back, up to your shoulder, the back of your neck. I stand gazing for too long, and you begin to squirm. Be still, I say and put one hand on your ass, trace it down to the back of your knee. I'm going to hit you now. You let out a puff of air that is a whimper and a sigh. Your skin tenses, and you try to counter by keeping your muscles calm. Relax, I say, or it'll just hurt more. I want you to count to 50, but wonder if that's too many. I like flogging with an end in sight. Otherwise, I go into that psychological trance state where I find rhythm and forget to stop. I begin counting in my head. One. Thump. Two. Thump. Your muscles begin to open, but still wince just before the leather makes contact. Five. Thump. Six. Thump. The leather makes a small whoosh through the air. I'm being gentle, mostly just a tap, letting gravity pull the tassels to your skin, your ass, your thighs. Whoosh, ten, thump. 
Whoosh. Eleven. Thump. I begin to throw a little more arm strength into the flogger, and you grunt with an uh, wincing a little stronger. At fifteen, I pause, run my hand, fingers, palm, along your skin, tender where I've hit you hardest. You inhale sharply and arch your back to the touch, like a cat. Your skin looks beautiful, I say. It's beginning to pinken a little at the edges. My mouth is at your neck, and I kiss you a few times, find you panting, tongue swollen. More, darling? I ask, an offer and a question. You turn your face toward the sound of my voice, bite your lower lip, and nod. Oh, yes, please, you manage. You do beg real pretty. I'll never forget your legs wrapped around me that night I refused to slide inside you until you begged. You'd said finally, Oh, baby, your cock is so sweet, so sweet and hard. Fill me up with it, baby. Shove it in me. Please, pump it in me. Let me milk it. Let me squeeze it hard till you come inside me. Oh, please, I want it. I need it. I want to be filled up. Please put it in. Please. It was the way your eyes flashed on that last please that did it to me. Finally sent me over desire's edge to where I had to take you. Tonight, I'm ready to hold out. I switch up my rhythm so the flogger first hits my back over my right shoulder, then your back and exposed ass. Then I catch it with my left hand. Easier on a St. Andrew's cross than lying down, but I like the way it stings my palm. Plus, I can gauge the strength of the blows this way. Shoulder, ass, hand. Twenty. Shoulder, back, hand. Twenty-one. Shoulder, ass, hand. Twenty-two. You're writhing a bit, whimpering at the blows. Occasional head back, open-throated gasp when I land somewhere particularly hard. Shoulder, back, hand. Twenty-five. I decide to go to thirty. Your skin is reddened to how I like it. Ripe. Your hips are making these nice S-curves, and I want to fuck your ass. I increase not just the muscle power I'm putting behind the flogger, but also the velocity. Harder. Faster. You cry out. Twenty-seven. You gasp and cry out again. Twenty-eight. I grab your hair, a neat twist in a ponytail, and I lift your head slightly my mouth by your ear. I drag the flogger along your inner thighs. Quiet, I mutter. You sigh and shudder. Bully, you whisper, not intending for me to hear you. I want to growl, but instead I push your cheek to the soft sheet and hold you there by the back of your neck, aiming a few blows between your legs. Leather on labia. My favorite. You're whimpering again. 
I lose count and take five, six quick whaps to your cunt and inner thighs. You are making noises that sound like exquisite agony. I step out of my boxers. They're in the way. Lube up my cock from the pump on the bedside table and moisten two fingers. Then kneel between your thighs and lube your asshole, fingering the crack of your ass. I slide the thumb of my left hand into your slick, wet cunt and can feel your clit under my index finger. So I set it there and rock it gently back and forth. The heel of my hand spreads your labia and tilts your pelvis back and up, serves you to me like a feast. You moan. The blindfold has slipped over your head and you're watching me from over your left shoulder. I slide one finger, then two, into your tight asshole, while leaving my other hand still, fingers inside you. You groan a little and press into me a bit harder. Slide those fingers out, and I touch the tip of my dick to your tight hole. You open to it, swallow it, and I can feel the muscles stretch and pulse when the head of my cock pops in, the shaft of it sliding easier through the tightest places. You are still moaning, sounds from your mouth, as you grind back into me and wiggle your hips against mine. You're almost on your knees and elbows now, hands gripped around the ties that hold you to the headboard. Lower back, arched, still a little pink. I let go of the cupped grip on your cunt and find your hip bones with my palms. Push you from me and pull you back so I don't have to clench. Just you, pulling your ass down onto my cock, feeling the resistance in your tight hole. It's so good fucking you this way. Thighs and ass clenched, clit rubbing against the base of my cock every time I thrust inside, easing forward so my thighs hit yours, working in and out faster, a little harder. My body an S-curve from knee to stomach, not just in out, but rolling against you. You are open-mouthed, screaming into the pillow and asking for more. Harder, oh God, fuck me, fuck my ass, and I slap against you, once, twice, both of us groaning. My head rolls back, my back curves, slapping against you harder as my orgasm comes closer. The resistance of your ass offering me tight pressure every time I thrust inside. My hands still hold your hips, your ass, the sit bones of your buttocks as my cunt pulses. Cock fucks. You can feel it in me. Do it, you say. Come in my ass. Fuck me until you come. Do it harder. Thrust inside me. And I groan, yelling, oh God, oh God, yes, fuck, and shudder against you until I'm spent. Throw my arms around your waist and collapse on top of you, kissing your neck, your shoulders. I breathe heavy as my body calms, then slip out, untie you. You curl next to me, knees and arms between us as we both lay on our sides, and I gently finger your wrists, ankles, the places you were bound, and your back, shoulders, ass, places I hit you, tender. All right, I ask. We gaze at each other. 
you smile. Course. You hold my cheek in your palm and I kiss your thumb. You? Mmm. I manage. Spent. You didn't come this time. I'll make it up to you in the morning. I promise. Grateful you've let me take what I've been craving. I'll give you whatever you want. You run your fingers through my short boy hair. Damn right you will, you say, and pull the covers up over us both. you enjoyed the show that was bully written by sinclair sexsmith as featured in the sexy librarian's dirty 30 volume one the audiobook and ebook are available right now in amazon follow sinclair sexsmith on twitter at mr sexsmith for more sexy stories go to amazon itunes or audible and search rose caraway sign up for audible's 30-day trial and you can get one of my audiobooks for free your subscription will include one free audiobook every month, as well as give you discounted prices on all my audiobooks. You can cancel at any time. Don't forget to leave us a sexy review. Hey, are you interested in winning free print books, ebooks, or audiobooks? Follow the show on Twitter at TheKMQ. Follow me at Rose Carraway. Maybe you're a writer looking to get your short story published. Head over to stupidfishproductions.com and subscribe to get news on our latest calls for submissions and for exciting erotica giveaways, interviews, sexy snippets, writerly wisdoms, and so much more. Audio production by Big Daddy Dave Carraway. The KMQ would like to thank the following musical artists. Fleslet, Creo. Kai Engel and the KMQ credit music by Vivage. The Kiss Me Quicks Erotica Podcast is a Stupid Fish production. Stupid Fish. Danny Salome Wild. You want it, don't you? You want my big hard cock pounding into you every inch deep inside that hot little box of yours. Tell me. Tell me how bad you want it. Yes. Mel whimpers. Oh, fuck yes. I want it. I want your cock. Give it to me, Danny. Fuck me with that sweet cock of yours. Fill me up. Make me scream. Danny smiles. Looks down at my wife, sprawled across the bed. Legs splayed so wide, it seems like two cocks could fit inside her. Danny's eyes are small and bright, full of arousal and mischief. Danny loves to fuck my wife, and my wife loves it when Danny fucks her. And me? I love knowing Mel is getting the fucking she craves while I watch, in the privacy of our own bedroom. I'll lay in the cold, wet spot she's left, replaying every moment in my mind, long after she's laid her head on my shoulder 
and drifted off to a contented sleep in my arms. Here it comes, baby, Danny brags, rubbing the bulging cockhead down Mel's slit and into her. The sound Mel makes is beautiful, like a wild animal. I love that sound. I release my lip, which I've been biting too hard as I've watched and waited for this moment. I fidget in the armchair opposite the bed, where Mel can see me if she turns her head, but Danny can't, not without an obvious effort. Right now, neither of them want to. I feel a hollow ache low in my gut. It hurts so good, there aren't words for it. Mel tips her head back and reaches for Danny's thick arms, planted on the bed on either side of her. Danny talks rough, but acts carefully, making sure the condom stays on and that there's enough lube, that Mel is ready for that monster of a dick. I like that about Danny. It's what I'd do, slow and careful, until I was all the way in, then pull halfway out and bang her until she couldn't take any more. The thought turns me on in a distant kind of way. I don't get hard. Mel bares her teeth, sucks in a stuttered breath, then Danny's body is over hers. It's an incredible view, one too few husbands get to see. Big, heavy body leaning over hers, hips bucking fast, then faster. Take it, Danny says in a low growl, punctuated by a hard, deep thrust. That's it, baby. Take it. Mel lets out a guttural moan. Give it to me, she begs. The sound of her voice is both familiar and strange. She's the love of my life, even as she belongs only to herself. She wants this, wants Danny, and I want her to have it. She's taking off, soaring away from me, rooted to the bed, only by the force of Danny's plunging shaft. They go on like this for what seems like hours, sharing wicked words of desire, Mel bucking her hips and arching her back, tossing her head, her black hair long and wild. Danny sweats with the effort, giving my woman every inch and then some. Danny knows just how she likes it. Shit! Danny suddenly spits, pushing back to a sitting position between Mel's legs. Mel is shaking, decorated with droplets of Danny's sweat. What is it? Mel pants. Sorry, baby, replies Danny, as I crane my neck as subtly as possible to see what's happened. It's the harness. It's come unbuckled. Damn cheap plastic, Danny mutters, withdrawing slowly from Mel, who reacts with a groan of loss. Danny reaches around her belly to pull on the nylon strap that keeps the big, lifelike dildo strapped to her. I wonder for a split second if I should help. But this has happened once before, and Danny knows what she's doing. She's got the clasp fixed in a moment, fitting the cock back into place, then holding it out for Mel. Ready for more? Danny and Mel exchange a lusty smile. Mel nods, and in an instant, they're back at it as if nothing has happened. I like that about Mel. She doesn't insist everything in life be flawless. She rolls with life rather than fighting it. She's taught me to do the same, 
even getting fucked by her bull dyke, while I watch seems natural because it's right for us. Instead of leaning over again, Danny stays on her knees for a bit, arching a little and thrusting more slowly. She holds the base of her silicone cock firmly. Look at that pretty little cunt swallowing me up, she enthuses. You love my cunt, answers Mel. As they begin to speed up again, Mel reaches down to toy with her clit. I know she's serious about coming now, though she could be fucked for a lot longer if she wanted. Danny has stamina and likes to prove it. Her thighs are bigger and more muscular than mine, arms too. So is her cock, needless to say. I bite my lip again at the sight of Mel taking off once more, crying out her pleasure as she rockets toward climax, getting pumped good and hard and fast, just the way she likes it and Danny gives it. Just for a moment, my mind shifts to thoughts of my guy friends, my male co-workers. I wonder how they'd respond if they knew my sex life looks like this, wife and I both getting off in our own ways through a butch lesbian with a strap on. Even if I explained, they wouldn't understand. I imagine they'd judge me as even less of a man than if Danny was a guy. At least that'd make sense to them, that my wife would want to be fucked by some big buff single guy. We could have a threesome, the guy fucking her from behind while she sucked me off or something. No, there's no way to tell them. As Mel digs her fingers into Danny's biceps and I see her muscles lock, smell her heady fragrance in the air, my mind is squarely back where I want it. Danny is urging her on, knowing when she's about to pop even better than I do. Come for Danny, she murmurs. That's it, baby. Do I wish I could do what Danny is doing, say what Danny is saying? Sometimes, a little. But everything is right when I watch Mel peek and shatter, face to the ceiling, mouth wide, body stiff, then trembling all over. No sight is more beautiful, more perfect. Oh, yeah, says Danny as Mel rides out every aftershock. Danny's right to be proud of herself, not to mention privileged, more than she knows, but that's okay, too. Mel pants and gasps, swallows and sighs. She's absolutely radiant. Danny pulls out carefully, then shifts to lie against the pillow on my side of the bed. She pats her thick thigh with a wink. Come sit on my lap a while, little girl. She beckons. Mel sits up and grabs the glass of water I placed on the night table when we came into the room. She drinks it off, then she turns her eyes to mine and smiles. She's already ready for round two. I blow her a kiss and send her on her way. Tonight She's Yours, Cuckold Fantasies 